You're listening to AskDaryl.com. You've got questions, we'll get you the answers. AskDaryl.com. Hello and welcome to episode number 30 of the Ask Daryl podcast. The Ask Daryl podcast is where I, your host, Daryl Girardier, take your questions on social media, technology, and communications, all dealing with the church, and do my best to answer them in the most brief yet thorough way possible. Well, folks, we made it to episode 30, and this week for me has been a little bit crazy because we've had the SALT conference in town. The SALT conference is a creative arts conference, really for your church media types, if you will. So think of uh, a lot of giant video screens around our church building this week. So it's been fun seeing a lot of these creative people in the building and seeing a lot of the work that they do. So, of course, that means for us it's just a little crazy with just everything going on. So it's been a good week, and we were so glad to have them here. Let's get down to today's question. Today's question comes from Tom Lalo, which is Tom T, who is at T O M L E L Y O. So Tom, I'm not sure if I'm pronouncing your last name right, so forgive me. It's uh, Tom Lalo, I think is what it is, and he is T O M L E L Y O on Twitter. And so Tom has a really good question, and it's about basically Instagram's new image format, or the fact basically now that you don't have to use square images. And the question is, given Instagram's new image formats, what are the best practices now for Instagram? So what do you do now that Instagram has kind of changed the game in a little bit in terms of how they do their images and has what we always assume the best practices for Instagram changed? And so the answer to that is kind of yes and no. Um, I've covered Instagram before on this podcast. Episode number 20, I talk about basically best practices for Instagram in general. Hashtags, how you should best use Instagram, those type of things. So if you're looking for more Instagram general usage type of uh, information, I suggest you check out episode number 20. Um, First, let me tell you why, though, I'm really passionate about Instagram and why I really uh, think if you haven't given Instagram – if, you, if your church hasn't gone all in on Instagram, if you will, why I think you should. Uh, a couple things. One is um, its growth continues to be at a pretty high rate. Um, on this week's uh, Social Media Weekly Brief that I just published, um, I've got a link on there from another research report that's coming out that's saying basically Instagram continues to grow at a pretty rapid pace. Um, the other thing is, is what I'm learning as I have conversations with people in our church, especially students in our church about, Hey, what are tools are you using? And typically the two that come up, they'll tell me they're either on Instagram and Snapchat. And if they have a choice between the two, they'll choose Instagram over Snapchat, even though they like Snapchat, they are more of an Instagram audience. So if you're trying to reach young adults or students, it looks like to me, Instagram is continually continuing to be the place that you need to go. Now let's get down to the question at hand. What's changed about Instagram dimensions and what do I need to know? in order to deal with these new dimensions and these new, basically, if you will, features, if you will. Well, a couple things, um, and I'll put all the research that I did for this podcast post in the, uh, in the actual blog post itself. I'll put all the links of everything I found about what's been updated. Uh, a couple things. First off, the first thing that's been updated is the size dimensions. Um, it's still, it's still a, um, primary format by which square probably looks best from a UI experience on the mobile device. But it looks like what they've done is they have upped the size by which your native files that you're publishing. So in the past, it was 640 by 640 roughly, and now it looks like it's a 1080 by 1080. So if you are doing high-res images, it looks like you can at least go 1080, and I've heard rumors that you can even go higher than that. So if you're trying to figure out what size dimensions you can do, it looks like you can go 1080 wide, 1080 tall in terms of your height and your width. 
So if you're thinking, man, it used to be this, you used to have this problem of, oh, this file's too large. Uh, the chances of you doing that on your phone are going to be pretty slim given the fact that they've, they have basically upgraded the size of the images. Now, remember, you're still dealing with a mobile device for majority of people who are looking at your images. And so you're still going to be dealing with it being downsized to a roughly 300 by 300 um, area. So keep that in mind as you're working on your images. But um, I think bare minimum, you want your, you want it to be about 1080 by 1080 um, to get the highest quality res file there when you are uploading to Instagram. But just don't forget, you want to do, at the end of the day, it's 300 by 300 or how people are going to see it. I want to still do the highest res copies when people look at it on the desktop. It still looks really good. Um, but... At the end of the day, it's going to be a 300 by 300 size. And I realize this is hard doing an audio podcast, and I'm totally talking about a visual medium here with Instagram. So hang on here with me, and I'll try to do my best to explain some of these other details of things you need to know. Uh, when you're doing an Instagram image, one of the other things you need to think about, by the way, when you're doing an image, it may look great if you're doing your images in Photoshop and then transferring them over to your phone via like Dropbox. Uh, but keep in mind that just because something looks good at a 1080 by 1080, if you you need to view it at a 300 by 300 format so you can make sure any copy you've got, all that stuff renders correctly on a mobile device. A lot of times people, they do stuff that looks really great on their desktop and then you put it on the phone and you realize, oh, it doesn't look so well, I can't read the copy. So if you're creating an ad for your church for something, just keep in mind that it's gonna be it's gonna be a 300 by 300, basically dimensions and size is how it's gonna look on a mobile device. Also, some of the other changes you need to know about the images is when you go to the desktop, the desktop will take, if you do now a widescreen shot, in other words, it's not a square. It's a, it's, you know, more like a horizontal, like a panoramic view of the sunset or whatever you're using and more of that landscape shot. The desktop will now version will now uh, of Instagram will now kind of form around that. So when you click it to pop that image out to kind of look at it, it'll now, it'll actually now crop to whatever image size you've got. So that's kind of a nice new feature. So it doesn't really treat your image really weird. I still think horizontal images just look odd in Instagram. You can use them, but again, because you can't take the image and scale it. In other words, you can't, if you're on an iPhone, you can't pinch and zoom. Um, I still think it's a little odd to do, but if you're using horizontal images, you can still do that. Just remember on the desktop, what it's going to do is it's going to kind of, if you and just go, just go find an image on the desktop and you'll see what I mean when you click on it, what pops out is actually going to be a scaled, um, if you will, it kind of almost like down, they almost kind of crop everything for you. So it looks nice. Um, just remember though, um, I still think horizontal images on Instagram look odd unless they're really intentional. Um, again, because you don't have a horizontal view on the phone. In other words, if I turn my iPhone to the size, Instagram really doesn't adapt to that. Also remember, when you're dealing with uh, Instagram and you're trying to think through all the devices you'll see this on, there's still no iPad app. So if you view your images on the iPad, at the end of the day, you're gonna be loading the iPhone app on there and then having to hit the 2X and then go a, a big screen image of it on there and it still doesn't look great. So always keep that in mind as you're dealing with uh, these images that more than likely this whole experience in terms of Instagram is really designed about the mobile device. So while they now let you do horizontal um, for images, I really don't think it makes a whole lot of sense now. Where it does make sense, in my opinion, in terms of the horizontal and the way it lays out is on video. Video to me is where the horizontal makes a lot more sense just because there's numerous times when somebody will do a video and I'm kind of going, it really needs to look horizontal versus that square because you know, there's certain details on the side that I can't see. 
that's where I think video looks a whole lot better is if you do a horizontal video. So keep that in mind. This is where I think the video, Tom, to go back to your question is, is best practices are you really can do a video in a horizontal format now, which I think it looks actually really nice. Um, if you don't know how to do video on Instagram, a pre-produced video on Instagram, not the one where you're just taking, you're just taking uh, something straight from the phone, um, you could easily take and produce a video on your desktop, put it onto Dropbox, the Dropbox into your phone, then save that video on your Dropbox to your camera roll, and then you can upload it to Instagram that way. That's a super easy way to make that happen. There's also some new stuff that's developed since the last time we spoke about Instagram and there are three apps that they've come out with and one they actually just came out with I think either this week or last week and those three apps are Hyperlapse, Boomerang and I believe the third one's called Layouts and what Boomerang does is Boomerang came out uh, I think just last two weeks what Boomerang does is Boomerang is an app by which you can take multiple images and it strings it together and to make it into a movie almost like a, uh, a GIF or a GIF depending on how you how you pronounce it um, so it's kind of this really cool kind of photos turn into video type effect. And I'll include the link to that app, um, on the blog post. And I think it's really cool. because you should try out and you can upload it to Instagram. Again, the one thing I love about their apps are their user interface is super easy to use and you can all of it ties into Instagram. So that's the first one that I think is really, really cool. The second one is hyperlapse. Hyperlapse is their video app. That is really awesome because what it does is it lets you do this really cool kind of speedy videos around um, as you're walking around a place. Um, but the other thing is there's a couple of hacks that you can find that actually if you use hyperlapse and you slow down the speed, you can actually create these really beautiful videos that looks like you, your camera's not shaky at all. Um, because of the frame rate by which they're, they're they're capturing this footage and so forth. And Hyperlapse is just a really cool video they do, they, they use as well that you can upload to Instagram. And the last one's Layout. Layout is the one that basically lets you create these, you know, multi-picture layouts that you can upload to Instagram. It's a great app to just, if you want to have a multi-picture layout that you want to, you want to throw into Instagram. So that's Hyperlapse, uh, Boomerang, and Layout. And I believe I'll put all three of those in the show notes as well so you can um, take a look at those apps as well. So that's the new thing on Instagram. Really what they've done at the end of the day is Tom, they've really just upgraded the size. So you can really get really high res with your images in terms of best practices. It's really up to you. I tell you, I think horizontal, just because the way that app is designed, horizontal images still look to me a little odd, unless you're doing again, a landscape or something that really kind of lends itself to be horizontal. However, I think horizontal video does look good. And I think that's one of the advantages of it. Horizontal video really kind of plays well, I think, with Instagram because it's just the way video was kind of really intended to be. That's why your TV, your TV's not square, your TV's horizontal, and there's a reason for that. So there you go. Hopefully, Tom, that answered your question about Instagram and the best new practices for images and how to deal with that. If you've got a question for me, head over to askdarrell.com. That's A-S-K-D-A-R-E-L.com. You can direct message me on Twitter. I'm at D-Girardier. That's at D-G-I-R-A-R-D-I-E-R. You can use the hashtag AskDaryl. If you want to subscribe to this podcast, we're on iTunes. If you're an Android, we're on Stitcher. Uh, don't forget, you can rate this podcast if you'd like. If you do, that would be greatly appreciated. So there we go. That's this week's podcast. If you had a question for me, hit me up. Until then, have a great week. Thanks. Bye. Thanks for listening to AskDaryl.com. Don't forget, if you've got questions, go online and submit them to AskDaryl.com.